0: What's up y'all? You're now listening to the What Now podcast. I'm Dr. Spencer Dupre, owner of Empower Chiropractic.
1: And I am Dr. Zach Thompson, owner of Within Chiropractic. The purpose of this podcast is to document and share the experiences of two young business owners as we open our own brick and mortar chiropractic practices. Join along as we discuss all of our wins, our losses, insights, and the many, many lessons we learned.
0: As a disclaimer, none of this is ever intended to be medical legal or financial advice. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Doctor Spencer Dupre with Empower Chiropractic, with my buddy Zach Thompson, In Chiropractic. Big news uh, and an update from last week's episode. Zach, why don't you tell everybody about your big win? Uh,
1: big win over the weekend. I ran 16 miles. Oh wait, no, it's a different different win. That, no, that's a huge uh, win.
0: Talk talk about that too.
1: That was that was really hard. My knees finally stopped hurting today. Um, so that was that was pretty fun. Uh, grueling on the mindset, but that's why I'm doing the marathon training. Uh, excited to share more about that maybe in a later episode. But I think I mentioned last week that we were, at the time, nominated for Best New Business in Colleyville. And I am excited to announce that we were awarded Best New Business in Colleyville as of last week at the Colleyville Chamber Luncheon or Awards banquet. And yeah. So that was... That was really cool. Uh, Spencer and I talked about celebrating wins uh, on each episode, so that is my my win for sure. Um, it just it felt awesome. I, I will share. It was pretty funny. So I've been to my like a last awards banquet. If you say like that kind of thing, was my senior year of high school for football, um, when like I was the oldest one, right? And so going to a chamber awards banquet where most people are 45, 50, 55, six, like these you know, these people got kids that are going to college and I'm 26, uh, felt very out of place. I had to put on a suit jacket, uh, dress pants, that whole thing, which
0: is not, not my,
1: not my style. Um, but you know, uh, wanted to rock it, wanted to, to not necessarily fit in, but just look like we were someone that was worthy of winning the award. And yeah, it was really uncomfortable when they were announcing the the nominees, my heart was beating out of my chest. I didn't realize how badly I actually wanted to win the award. So it was, it was an honor to take it up on that stage and accept that. So uh, we're, we're still riding that high and we probably will for a little bit.
0: That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, big win for me. Um, honestly, uh, one of the biggest wins um, that I've experienced recently is uh, it was yesterday actually at our improver luncheon. Um having you go up there and uh say the prayer over um the entire uh like just too, huh? just the event. Yeah, dude, that's a big win for me. Um just to be able to uh just to be able to see your development spiritually and as a Christian and your walk through Christianity and just seeing you um as a close friend of mine who um Always wanted to, you know, see you saved and um, really embrace who Jesus Christ has, uh, what he's done for you, and then who God has you called to be and just being able to, just seeing you step into that and being at an event where you uh, speak over the entire thing is really cool. And that's awesome. And I'm super proud of you for that. And that's a win for me is um, to be along the journey and uh, leading people toward to Christ and just seeing you develop into that. That's a big win for me. That's really cool.
1: That was definitely another moment where I did not feel... Prepared, or like I, I was fitting in. It was, uh, as Spencer alluded to, I wasn't, I wasn't a Christian for majority of my life, uh, really up until I was twenty three or twenty four, and so when Justin Winstead, the Improver coach, uh, asked me to prayer over his Mardi Gras luncheon, I was like, oh shoot, yeah, I I guess I can do that. And so it was cool to have Spencer, who was someone that guided me to Christ. Uh, He met me when I was. I don't know if Spencer had known me when I was a non-believer, but he's definitely seen me uh, along my walk and and we went to the same church for a long time together and we're in Bible studies and uh, Spencer has read this book once or twice "Wild the heart that, you know, we've had a lot of conversations with other dudes about and yeah, just some, some awesome experiences with Spencer uh, along my walk. So it was fun to, to be there and, and share that with you as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of reflecting back on that yesterday, like um, I'm always one to, I really like seeing other people win more so than seeing myself win. Like when others win, that's a win for me. And um, you know, that's, that's so cool. Uh, you know, and then talking to practice members about how it's like, uh, oh yeah, like, thank you so much. Like you did this for my son. Like, you know, mom told me today, like, yeah, my son's bedwetting, which was one of the reasons that came in you know he hasn't had an episode in two weeks and he's more confident he's uh more engaged he's you know just moving a lot better like throughout the world like without this anxiety of you know wet in the bed all the time or you know it doesn't seem like he's moving with something to hide and being able to hear that is awesome you know and they said thank you so much for what you do and it's like no thank you so much for giving me a chance to help them realize like what their potential is and yeah, that's, that's so cool, you it. know. A win for other people is a win for me, and that's yeah. really awesome. Um, yeah,
1: that's really cool, man. That speaks of your servant heart, and I would say the same for me. It, it's really exciting to hear you share those stories, and uh, I think that's that'd be a fun, fun little topic to dive into quickly. I guess is how celebrating practice members' wins is so vital. Um, I think to I don't even want to say like practice is success, but just like community outreach. I I think. Being able to, like, when someone tells you they overcame something, or they're back in the gym, or uh, they're no longer experiencing—even if it's low back pain or things like that—like really celebrating that because no one else is, right? They might tell their spouse, and their spouse is like, "Cool, nice," uh, you know, "Told you to do that six months ago," or um, you know, "Finally, finally, that's gone," right? So really getting to celebrate with them and and really enjoy their excitement. And be excited for them. Be excited with them. Um, and always point it back to them, I think, would be would be my biggest suggestion, especially as you get into practice. Uh, it can get weird at first hearing a lot of people like Spencer say, uh, you did this. Thank you for what you did. Um, I don't know if it necessarily gets weird, but it can definitely get to your head. But know that um, you know. It's, it's, I always, in my progress game videos, I always try to give praise to their consistency um, and their willingness to continue to show up. That way, it 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 is them. If they didn't show up, nothing would happen. Um, I mean, maybe placebo, but that's a whole nother realm. But like, really allowing them to to start to celebrate themselves because that's something that our world does not do nearly enough. I know I don't do it enough. I'm saying that, and I'm thinking like I I'd never celebrate my wins. Um, so yeah, there there's that.
0: Yeah, on that topic, it's like. Uh, one of the first lessons that, uh, they teach you, uh, in the Camp Ozark training, Camp Ozark was like a huge part of my life and really helped me, um, one claim like radical identity in Christ and really own, own my relationship with God, but also it like really sparked my passion to work with kids and, um, to really be just, uh, just a place where like, not only the parents can like bring kids to like feel confident, but also to like talk one-on-one with kids and help them be confident. so like my niche was really like that, like fit, like 10, 11, 12, 13 year old age. Um, that's where I really like connect best, like with those kids and, uh, being able to see them like just one building identity in Christ, like through that. But anyway, what they say, like the motto is fit, right? Be fit first is third, right? So your first person self is the third order in your priority of glory. Right, first give glory to God, give glory to others, and then give glory to self. And um, you know, I think I feel like that's a really big principle that I'm trying to embody when celebrating the wins with practice members. Like today, even though we are primarily kids' practice, I have this older guy that I take care of who works in my building, and man, he's so nice and he's so awesome. And he was telling me, you know, one of the things that he's like, I just can't bring my leg up, I can't bend my knee enough to put on my shoe, and he's like, that's really tough for me. It's like I start my every, every morning with a struggle literally just to get dressed then it's like man that's tough and uh he's um yeah we're six visits in with him and today's actually his birthday and he's like hey i have to show you something before we get started today i was like oh what's up man i was like oh dude he's gonna complain or something like that and uh he threw his leg up on his knee and he's like this is the first time i've done this in 10 years and it's like whoa dude i was like well happy happy birthday man you deserve that and uh that's so cool, you know, like just small things like that, and really making sure it's like, yeah, I did that to you. And what's really even better is that uh, we've only adjusted him with the activator. And uh, that's really cool. Yeah. To see that. And so, um, for those that might not know,
1: when is, Spencer is not doing your typical uh, Instagram or TikTok adjustment that you see, it's very much instrument assisted. Uh, it's, it's much more powerful, but for the mechanism itself, it's basically like he's clicking a pen to the person's back uh, yeah. at a much higher velocity with a lot more uh, force force and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's really cool, man. Uh, all the way from you're, you're really doing from the womb to the tomb type of character. That's, that's r-
0: cool. That's right. It's really cool. cool. It's really neat. So on the topic of uh, the videos and stuff that you see, talk to us a little bit about it. Social Media King, Zach, tell us about your, talk to us about your adjusting videos and what you are doing and the strategy that you're implementing. Because I think sometimes, depending on the space that you're in, they get either a really good or bad rap. And Mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit about your lens on that.
1: Yeah, so first off, I'm definitely not a social media king. That is a big reason why I I mentioned earlier partnering with Travis Stewart to learn more on social media marketing. But uh, I am a big, big proponent and big uh, fan of posting adjusting videos, especially when, I mean, you could post it whether you're a doctor or not, you earned it. Um, But when you've put in a lot of time and a lot of training and your care is different and can be conveyed that way through through videos i think it's an awesome awesome way to show yourself in your community um i i wasn't like overly sure on it for a little bit and then as of the last few weeks once we've started getting some more traction i really started to see the value in it and the fact that there are people that are are scared of the adjustment or they're they've heard about chiropractic adjustments from their friends but they're i mean I think we have like a 6 or 7% of the population sees a chiropractor. It might be higher these days, but that's a really low number. And social media is one of the easiest ways to put your your style of adjusting out there. Um, are there bad like cringeworthy videos of adjusting? Absolutely. Um but that's that's every uh, every every type of work, right? Every 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 work has Someone that's doing a bad thing, right? There's dudes jacking up haircuts. There's lawyers that are scam artists. Um, it, it's, you know, similar to what Justin Winston, the Improver Coach, talks about. He's like, when I was young, I thought rich people and wealthy people were bad dudes that were stealing money from other people. And that's what you can think of when it comes to a lot of, like, the adjusting videos is, all oh, these guys are scammers that are just posting their videos but I I just have Joshua, my C A office manager, grab my phone. We ask typically a week or two weeks beforehand, like, hey, uh, we're seeing some great results with uh your style of care. Would it be cool if we filmed you get in, and Most more often uh people are like, Oh, yeah. Let's do it. If it's a woman, they're like, Okay, just remind me the day before so I can do my makeup. I'm like, that's not really what it's about. Um, but you know, that's that's what they care about. So People people get really excited and then when someone does watch a video, if it has the right messaging, it can hit home for them. One of our first first uh, practice members had severe headaches and in the caption I talked about chiropractic helping with headaches through a chiropractic adjustment video, and he, you know, has been with us ever since and he you know has said his life has changed. So it's I think it can when done properly, when you're not doing the what is it, the ring dinger on, on people just trying to get views when it comes from a place of service, like anything else, it can be super, super essential. So that's my, uh, two cents or four minutes of my thoughts on, on posting adjusting videos.
0: Nice. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with with anything, it's how you frame it, you know, if, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it all comes down really back to your brand and who your target audience is. If you're, uh, if your target audience is, if you feel like your target audience is congruent with, watch them get cracked. Then, dude, by all means, do it. You know, if um, if your target audience is not like that, then you know, figure out kind of what's more congruent for you. Um, that is something that I ran into as well. And uh, being a solo dolo practice, um, it's a little harder for me to because I don't have a Joshua yet um to be like hey so can you video this for me and i feel like it's um not as congruent with my brand to like set up a tripod or something and then do an adjustment you know a video and then like logistically like angles would be weird and everything and um the way my my office is shaped it would just be a lot of butt shots like it would just be (laughs) like it would just be like straight looking like from the feet up of the table a lot and that would be weird so until i can get somebody to like come in and like move the camera i feel like i don't have i don't want to do videos like that um just because yeah i don't want to do the butt shots or have like the camera like pointed over them as they're like getting adjusted because that time is for them and it's not for me and um to like quote like set up a a rig and stuff like that is I feel like incongruent with the experience I'm trying to have
1: when I did set up a tripod and we adjusted him way back when. And it was, I mean, it had our most views. So maybe there's, there's some luck in the tripod. I don't know. Maybe the
0: statistics there, but yeah, uh, but it's also it, Joshua and he works for you. So it's a lot, it's a different relationship. Than, yeah. Much, much different, much different. Yeah. And you have a, a lot different shape space. So, yeah.
1: Um, um, I would also say he works uh, with us, he works with with uh, it. doesn't work for me. Oh, I say my, that. Yeah, he does work with that's you guys. Language, my language. That's my language. Um,
0: yeah, I, I was honestly, um, with all the conversation, I actually spent more time talking to Joshua than I did you yesterday at the improver <laughs> thing. And uh, I'm thoroughly impressed, uh, with who he is as a guy, and he's a really awesome dude. And um, it's so cool to see like somebody get on the uh team and really embody everything that um you really want in a ca but really like do it with a passion and with clarity and with direction and drive And so he's a really good dude man he's be very valuable for the culture that you guys bring and Mm -hmm. um,
1: you know he's awesome i've had practice members uh, leave and they're like i just want to know more about about joshua (laughs) i'm like i do too because i swear like I, i we get in conversations man and this dude for the audience that has never met Joshua, he was born in the Philippines and then was adopted to London. So a Filipino looking dude with a British accent uh, that loves coffee and grew up most of his life in Utah. So it's like, it's just this big hodgepodge of an amazing human being. And he, he's really great at connecting with people and getting to know them. And, um, yeah, it's it's really working out with him. So it's it's been awesome to see, but it definitely didn't happen overnight. But yeah, he's, he's great. He's great.
0: Yeah, he's really cool. So, um, yeah. Do you what do you feel? Do you feel like you need have anything else to add on that?
1: Yeah, I would I would um I would even encourage you, Spence. Like, have a buddy if you have it, or Caitlin come up with you on a Friday, and if you have two or three practice members that you're like. I'd like to get them adjusted on video. Be like, hey, like we're really trying to uh, grow our social media, but also grow our reach. And people, there's people like you looking for results like you. And I, you know, would love to get you adjusted and recorded. Um, how does Friday at this time, or whatever works for like you and Caitlin, or whoever can bring a phone up there and get it recorded. Um, that way, you can just slowly start the outreach without setting up your your rig.
0: Yeah, it's just a tripod. But, um, yeah, actually, we have one of those planned for tomorrow. Nice. Um, little baby. Yeah, I'm just going to get mom to video. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll get the baby to video mom. So
1: That'd be really dope. I'm yeah. sure in today's day and age, babies can actually do that. Yeah. How well versed we are in technology. I think so, um, too. But, I mean, don't, I mean, yeah, we get uh, quite a few practice members from social media, but there's also been plenty that come in, like, I just want to get cracked. And I'm like, that's. That's not us where I joke sometimes uh, that we're probably best crack house, but, um, <laughs> uh, right. but like that, that's, that's more so like one-on-one. I don't ever market that. I wish I could go out and delete that, that I just said that. But, uh, but I don't, I don't like just give people a quick adjustment and send them out the door. Everyone is still, uh, if they want to, they're signing up for uh, transformational care. And we're we're taking them through, uh, three to six months of of adjustments to uh, affect and change the overall function of the nervous system.
0: Okay, on a less serious note, and back to the crack house joke. What are some of the like uh, go? What are like some of the cringy chiropractic jokes that you've made before? I have one of them that like sits with me for a while and my mom always brings it up. So what are some of the jokes that you have that are really cringeworthy about chiropractic?
1: Um, I don't know if they're really cringy. I Before I was dating Morgan and I may or may not have spent time on dating apps. Uh, Bumble, right. specific, Bumble specifically, which uh, if you don't know what that is, it's a dating app where the girl has to message the guy first. Uh, having chiropractor in like my bio, the most common opening line was hey, can you crack me like a glow stick? And that was just the, the quickest sure. sw- swipe left. Um, so thankfully for Morgan, there were quite a few people that said that. Or else who knows? We might not be together. But that, that to me is always cringy. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm never really good at like recalling off the top of my head. So maybe once you start talking um, really about yours. Um, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. You, you look like you really want to say it.
0: It's so funny, man. My mom always talks about it all the time. But um, anyway, whenever I first decided to be a chiropractor and uh, I told my mom that my dream was to open my own practice, dude, this was probably like junior year of high school or something. And um, I told my mom, she's like, what would you name your practice? And I was like, oh man, it would be pirate themed, like, like Pirates of the Caribbean themed practice. And it would be called Polly's practice. And the tagline would be Polly want to crack you. And Yeah. That that's it, right? Cringe. And uh, so anyway, it. yeah. When
1: you were sixteen. That sounds more like something for a ten-year-old.
0: And that's why I'm a kid's chiropractor.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. That that's tough.
0: Yeah,
1: it's tough. i I think your second practice should be Polly's practice.
0: Well, I, that's what she says all the time. My mom says, if you ever move back to Louisiana, then you can open Polly's practice. And I was like. Yeah, that's tough. If,
1: if you don't, then I will open it in your name. I'll figure out how to do that through the government.
0: I think we'll you should. Have.
1: We'll have a DBA, all these practice. Yeah. Shirts made, and then we'll just secretly mail them to your practice members on behalf of Empowered Chiropractic uh, with with maybe some saltines in there so that they can, yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty tough. Uh, my my best friend and I in undergrad, Brian Legou, he probably never listens to this, but if he does, it'd be cool. Um. We were both in exercise science classes together. He uh, He's a physical therapist now, and he came up with we had to create our own practice type thing. At the time, I still wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach, so I created a gym. Uh, shout out Beast Coast, if that ever comes into fruition. Um, if you don't get it, I'm from the East Coast, and I'm a beast, so I combined <laughs> the two and <laughs> turned it into Beast Coast. Um, man, this is just a tough, tough last five minutes. Anyways, um, he came up with, and you, you've seen it before, but Thoracic Park. And as a physical therapist, instead of any crack jokes, he he had the tagline of, uh, when in doubt, uh, you bet you will stretch you. And it was just just pretty, pretty, pretty good. And it was funny because we had to present this in front of our entire class. And he had told me, like, yeah, man, I'm going to end the presentation with, you bet you will stretch you. And I thought it was hilarious. He thought it was hilarious, and unfortunately, we were the only two in this like fifty person lecture hall to laugh, and that that was that was tough. But it was it was good memories. Um, he he did not open Thoracic Park, nor is his tagline "You'll bet you will stretch you," um, but that that one's up there. I can't. I mean, the only reason I say the Crackhouse one, I'll, I'll I'll give some some kind of backstory. In my BNI, there, oh, there we go. Yep, not even not even intended. I'm just now officially, I'm not a dad, but I, I make plenty of dad jokes. Um. In my BNI, so my business networking uh, group that I go to every Tuesday, there is a lady who makes cakes. And when she gets up, she says, Hey, everybody I'm with hot buns and cakes, I'm your local sugar dealer. And we go in alphabetical order. Her name is Sam. So I name starts with a Z so I go two people after her but there was a day where I went right after her and so she was everyone was laughing at sugar dealer and I stood up and I was like what's up everybody I'm your local crack dealer and got a got a good laugh with the the older folks so I I don't use that one ever again because I don't want that to to be a stigma but um it's a, I think it's okay to, to have fun and have some humility um that's just my personal beliefs I'm a big fan of not taking yourself too seriously. And I think that can go a long way.
0: Yeah. I think that does go a long way. I mean, even Justin talked about it, um, yesterday at our event, you know, he's saying like one of the biggest things is like, man, you gotta have some fun for a little bit. You gotta, you gotta, I think it's so easy as like the young business owner to be like, man, everyone should take me so seriously. And you want to take yourself seriously. And then you take yourself too seriously. So yeah, I thought that was fun. Um, what are I mean, some that, of the ways I mean, that's,
1: that's like such a, yeah, no, I mean, that's, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, no, I, it's definitely a, I don't want to say it's like an epidemic of young, young professionals, but I think people will, will buy into your trust and take you more seriously more so from your consistency and showing up being a genuine human being and not necessarily trying to put on this. Um, I'm serious. I'm a doctor type of, uh thing that's definitely there's a time and place for that but I don't think it's when you're out in the community
0: yeah I I I hunt like 100% think like um yeah you just can't take yourself too seriously you know like everybody I mean I make fun of myself all the time just because Mm -hmm. like you should right and if you can't like reflect and be like okay like the things that I'm doing are actually like kind of funny if from another lens like then you're gonna always be worried about other people's perception of you you know Mm -hmm.
1: Um, you were going to ask a question though, sorry.
0: Oh no, I was going to ask you, were you able to say the French words on the screen yesterday? No, no, no.
1: I don't don't even remember what they were. I was so nervous about giving, I was, I was getting over, giving the prayer.
0: Mm. Well, anyway, I
1: was, I was in a deep, uh, I had the itis, which if you're not familiar with itis, you need to eat more food. (laughs) We were at a, we are a Mardi Gras luncheon, uh, and they had Cajun food, and man, they had this bread pudding. I've never liked bread pudding before. Oh, dude, that bread pudding I was, was like, good. I'll try it, and the bread pudding put me put me in a sleeper. Um, I was I had glazed eyes for a good good hour, two hours. after Yeah, that. Um, don't, Cajun donut food. Mode. I don't want to gas Spencer up, but I think Cajun food is easily top three, top three foods out there. Um, out of what? What's your other two? Um. Asia, I just think all of Asia, like, conquers it. Like, there's not even
0: a the largest continent on the world.
1: Yeah, but I, I think uh, this is just such a oddball episode. But I mean, I think if when you combine sushi, uh, Chinese food, at least from the American standard, like orange chicken, I know it's not like authentic Chinese. I mean, it might be. I've never been. Um, but like Panda Express, and <laughs> when you combine Thai food, sushi, Chinese food, and Indian food, like, I hope. I mean, is pretty good, too, so I don't want to leave any any of the Asian countries out there. There's a lot. But that's just, you can't top that, um, personally. And then, I mean, like, Northern American food is pretty good. I mean, I, I like all foods, but I mean, a good steak, potatoes, maybe some mac and cheese, and some, some Heinz A1 sauce. You can't go wrong with that type of meal, either. So, I would say those are the top three. It would be Asia, America, Cajun, Cajun is not American. So,
0: Oh man, this has been a good episode to talk about, you know, not taking yourself too seriously and that's good. Um, yeah, because I mean, we come on here a lot of times with an agenda and uh, now we don't, now we don't. Um, yeah, this food yesterday was pretty good. It was not as authentic as you can get it was good the flavors were awesome i'll take you to go get some good cajun food soon we'll do yeah, that
1: yeah, i get to louisiana we'll see but,
0: yeah well we have a friend that yeah. has a place right down the road that has good cajun food so i'll take you
1: okay i'll i'll
0: take you up on that one day cool
1: but i'm, uh, I'm very serious and i have a very busy schedule so yes people reach out to
0: my people that's right i'll have yeah. joshua reach out to my people who is me yeah.
1: So just uh, as, a, re- just as a, a recap, unless you have another question.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to have one more question. What are some of the interactions that you've had uh, with people recently that has filled your cup? Wow. Uh, that's
1: a great question. I would say Thursday last week, Joshua and I uh, went out on our little uh, – we got lunch together, and then we handed out some flyers for a workshop we did last night at the practice, and we had an interaction at this place, Go Organic Eats. And this woman uh, was amazing. Like, I've never been – I mean, she, like, gave us a bunch of food to try for free, which was really amazing, like $300 worth of food. Um, and she makes super organic, clean food and uh, super grateful. But just the interaction was was awesome. And then – um that that's really all that's coming to mind. I mean, anytime I haven't gotten much time with her, but anytime I get with Morgan, um, is amazing. And then I got to spend time with the Travis Stewart and a bunch of chiropractic students over the weekend. So that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I don't know. That was just a question that kind of just dropped in for me. I was like, man, maybe we'll ask that in the, in the episode on a good note, uh, for me, I, uh, I've been talking to my grandparents a lot more consistently recently, and that's been great. I, uh, I talked to my grandma for, uh, like an hour the other day, uh, just driving home on the way, like in traffic. And then like sitting in the parking lot trying to, before I got home and, Mm um, just talking to her about all the things going on back down the bayou and, uh, and a lot of the stuff going on in her church and everything, and just kind of seeing, you know, it's interesting whenever you're older talking to your grandparents because they don't uh, in for lack of a better phrase in Cajun drink they don't like shasha you as much which just means they like they don't shelter you and they don't like like oh it'll be okay you know they kind of let you into who they are as a person and it's really neat to be able to get to know your family members on a deeper level and um, yeah. just hearing my grandma and just talking to her about the different um, phases of life that she's going through and hearing like what her plans are next after her quote like retirement like taking care of all the other family members you know as we're getting older and so that's just really interesting it's been really awesome and I spent a lot of time with my grandma growing up and so that's been it that really filled me up it was really nice and then I also got to talk to my grandpa too it's just his birthday and so we were talking about that yeah he was telling me uh, all about how he planted his okra and stuff the other day and it's just nice to be able to connect with my, some family that I don't get to see all the time.
1: Nice, man. Seems like that was, that was good for you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll give a quick recap. Of, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Um, I, we celebrate our wins, which was huge. Make sure you celebrate your win. And if you do repost this and you've made it this far on the episode, uh, if you share this on your Instagram story, uh, share your win that you've had over the past week, and we'll gladly celebrate that with you. And then we also talked a bit about why I personally feel it's important to post adjusting videos on Instagram as a growing practice. I think as a profession at large, Um, unless you're doing the ring dinger, then um, please stop. And then after that, we talked about
0: celebrating wins with people,
1: celebrating wins with people. That was big. And then, uh, then we talked about cringy, Back cracking jokes uh we talked about thoracic park as well as poly's practice which i think should happen at some point and then we talked about what filled our cup so all in all a super super awesome super serious uh super jam-packed episode uh we really love getting to hop on and and talk with y'all it's it's amazing that uh people listen to be honest so
0: Yeah, I had some people reach out uh, that I connected with this week and uh, found out that they listen to our show as well, which is very surprising whenever people always say. So let us know if you do listen. Uh, We would love to connect with you and support you and all of your endeavors and ask you about your cringy jokes and your favorite types of food. Uh, We also want to celebrate your wins and we also want to um, just be a voice of support whenever you guys need it. But thank you so much for listening to the What Now podcast and we'll see you next week. Peace.